Welcome to Generations. This is Kevin Swanson, Bill Jack from Worldview Academy with me on this edition. Bill, I never thought the day would arrive when government agencies would control the prayer life of a Christian and a Christian church, or at least that this would happen within the Western world. We're looking at some pretty significant shifts going on. Now, of course, the COVID year woke all of us up to the potential of tyranny at every level. I mean, there was police state activity here in this country, Australia, certainly more so than perhaps any other nation in the world that the Western world should turn to tyranny so quickly surprises me. And this one was a surprise, I have to say, because you're talking about not just in action. But thought and word. down to the core of your thought. That's right. They're trying to control thought life, which is about as big brother as you can possibly get. And and it's not subtle. It's not through subliminal messages. It's not through the manipulation of of media. It's not not propaganda. This is just out and out blatantly. This is as 1984, the Soviet Union. This is as Orwellian as any other nation the world has ever been. This is probably more Orwellian than China, and it's occurring in the nation of Australia, as it turns out. Certain parts of Australia are banning certain forms of Christian prayer. Started with the Change or Suppression Conversion Practices Prohibition Act of 2021, went into effect in August of 2022, which would have been about a year and a half ago. The act forbids certain religious practices, preaching, praying, etc., aimed at changing or suppressing an individual's gender identity or sexual orientation. Well, now the bureaucracy has jumped on board and said, okay, we've got to give everybody the guidelines for this. And this is the Victorian Equal Opportunity and Human Rights Commission specifying for us the prayer practices that are legitimate and those that are not legitimate. So they're, they're giving us guidelines. You know, If you need to understand how to pray in Victoria, in the nation of Australia, then they've got an entire website dedicated to this. And forbidden prayers include petitions to God that ask for healing, ask for a person to change, ask for a person not to act on their attractions, talk about a person's brokenness or need to repent, et cetera, et cetera. Now, now, now I, you've gone to the website. You're, you're on the website. So, I mean, I, we're, we're I, not kidding. I want to give a, a warning to this, our this, listeners. This is not Babylon B. This is not the Babylon B. This is not Babylon B. Now, initially I thought this is Babylon B, yes. but it's a vic.gov.au. Yeah. Now, my understanding is vic.gov.au is the government of Australia, specifically in Victoria. Yeah. So this is not I, some yeah, kind I of thought, Babylon B thing. I thought maybe we were getting trolled there for a minute. Too, uh-huh. You know, but no, this is serious. This is legitimate. Mm-hmm. Okay. This is an actual report. It's an actual paper published by the government. Policies procedures that one must follow in victoria australia five to ten years in prison if you violate this law okay five to ten years in prison if you violate this law so that's pretty serious right i mean that's yeah that's that's not not a slap on the hand that's uh you're going to jail for quite some time this is not a mere resolution this has Mm -hmm. teeth behind it Mm -hmm. this has the the force of government behind it and so here are some of the practices prayer practices I'm quoting from the from the website, prayer practices with or without an LGBT person. Now, it says a LGBT person. Their grammar is wrong, but we cannot correct that either for fear of Mm -hmm. of Mm -hmm. offending. Good point. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, quote, these include praying with or for 
an LGBT person. So the person may or may not be in the presence. Yes. So, that, so, but, but if you're in your church or in your closet yes. and you're praying for yes. an LGBTQ person. That they might change their sexual orientation or gender mm-hmm. identity. So if that kind of thing happens, you're, you're up for five to 10 yes. years. Okay. Or, or with or for an LGBT person to be celibate. So you can't do that. Now, mm-hmm. you, you, you and I recall that there was a big story in the UK about a lady standing across the street from an abortion clinic silently praying. Mm. She was arrested, not once, but twice. I think this happened multiple times. Yes. Uh And she was asked by the, by the police, are you praying? And Mm. she said, in my head. Thought crime. Yeah. Thought crime. Mm -hmm. And, and thankfully I think it was thrown out. But But they're still arresting people for that. Sure. This is, this is all part of the program. Yes. So this is now, this is down on paper. This is in stone. This is law. Now, they give some examples. Likely to cause harm and, to, and be a change or suppression practice if prayers that are directed at a person to change or suppress their sexual orientation or gender identity cause harm and are prohibited. These could include prayers that ask for healing, ask for a person to change, ask for a person not to act on their attractions. Again, their grammar's wrong. They say to not act. They're splitting the infinitive. Uh, And to talk about a person's brokenness or need to repent, ask for long-term celibacy. Those are prohibited. Now, what you can, you can, you can. You pray without causing harm this way. There's a broad range of prayers okay. that would be acceptable okay. and okay. supportive. So, so, so how, how might a Christian continue to pray? Uh, let me give in, you some guidance. Victoria, here. according to the government regulations. Yes, let me let me guide you here, because okay. because I I am from the government. I'm here to help you. Okay, good. Okay, G- give us guidelines. Uh, these include prayers for guidance. Oh, okay. Uh huh. That are supporting and reassuring that the person is created in their God's image. Oh man. These are, this is a direct quote, yeah. Kevin. Okay. This, it sounds like this has been written by the PCUSA, <laughs> yeah. perhaps. That are supporting <laughs> and reassuring that the person is created in their God's image and perfect the way they are. Okay. Okay? Mm-hmm. And that acknowledge their God loves the individual. Wow. That's pretty specific in terms of, you know, religious content. They're getting right down to their... Theological perspective, aren't they? They're polytheistic, whatever perspective. Um, also, it's interesting that uh, your private prayer with God can continue, uh, but here are some examples of activities that are not prohibited for the church. Listen to this. A religious leader can still deliver a sermon which expresses a general statement of belief. In other words, don't get too specific. I, I that that Even that's a little little bit vague in the sense that, you know, if you're being held to that, you know, on what basis are we going to define the word general statement of belief? Uh, that's, that's the kind of thing that the Soviet Union would use to haul off just about every preacher into the gulag archipelago, if you remember. Um, you can explain a religious view of relationships in your sermons. I'm not exactly sure what that means. I guess a religious view about relationships between men and men, women and women. Um, but you better not, you know, in any way, uh, encourage any kind of change or suppression practice for somebody who has a certain sexual orientation or gender identity. These are the regulations that are being imposed upon pastors, individuals, 
Christians in the state of Victoria you in might, Australia. By, by the way, Kevin, you might you might say, and our listeners might say, quote, but but I have a right to practice my faith and feel this right is being breached by this act. Why aren't my rights being protected? Well, they address that. Okay. They good. address that. Quote, the act does not interfere with your right to have or adopt a religion or belief. However, however, but, 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 it's a Yamaha motorcycle coming down the street right at you. However, it places some limitations on the right to demonstrate your religion or belief in order to protect others. Okay. For example, your right to belief and practice remains as long as it is not. One, a practice or conduct directed towards a person with or without consent. I cannot pray for you, in other words. Mm-hmm. Without their consent. Yeah, and, without your consent. And you, you certainly cannot take a stance nope. against their moral choices. No, nope. your right to believe and practice. And biblical law to bear nope. on what they choose to do, you know, in terms of their personal autonomy. That's spelled mm-hmm. out here. Your right to belief and practice remains as long as it is not on the basis of their sexual orientation or gender identity, or for the purpose of changing or suppressing their sexual orientation or gender identity, or inducing the person to change or suppress their sexual orientation or gender identity. Official documentation from Babylon, uh, not the Babylon Bee, but the real Babylon, uh, that is the government of Victoria in Australia. And all we can say is this. You can't make this stuff up. That's what I'm saying. You can't make this stuff up. All we can say is this. Now, when Daniel knew that the writing was signed, he went home and in his upper room with his windows open toward Jerusalem, he knelt down on his knees three times that day and prayed and gave thanks before his God, as was his custom since early days. That's all we can say. We'll be back with more in just a moment on Generations. Hello, my friends. For the last 15 years, the Generations team has produced a Christian curriculum specifically for families who want to give their children a God-centered, Bible-saturated, biblical worldview-based education. Our commitment is to restore the Christian faith, generational faith in an age where we are losing faith in this country and almost anywhere around the world where Christian children attend secular schools or use secular curriculum and imbibe secular culture. Now, we're not relying on the pre-Christian Greeks for an educational model here. We're not relying on the post-Christian secularists for the education model either. Our curriculum is based in a biblical worldview. We put hundreds of Bible verses in the history books and integrate the truths into the subjects. We want to glorify God on every page of the science books. We immediately integrate knowledge into life application and natural revelation with special revelation. We keep Christ at the very center of the history books with preparing the world for Jesus and taking the world for Jesus. I believe God is calling this generation in this highly secularized age to a radical change in how they disciple their children. Please check out our program for education of your children and grandchildren at www.generations.org. And we are back on Generations. This is Kevin Swanson as we go over the religious practices, governance, not from the nation of China or the Soviet Union, but from Victoria in the nation of Australia. Quite a few regulations relating to how one may preach and how one may pray in Victoria. 
Well, it turns out that this is very religious. This is the official state religion. Of course, secularism has always pulled the wool over everybody's eyes and tried to impress on us the idea that the state is neutral and there is no religion that is fronted by that particular state. But all states, all nations, all governments are based on a particular religion. And uh, this state religion is primarily, I would say at this point, sexual autonomy. And to contradict this sexual autonomy is the ultimate blasphemy. And what they're doing is they're outlawing blasphemy against the official state religion, which is sexual autonomy is the right for each individual to have sex with whatever he wants to have sex with. And that, my friends, is the ultimate orthodox teaching of the modern state today. It is autonomy, is sexual autonomy. This is the thing that matters more than anything else to a world that has turned away from God. These are post-Christian nations like the Soviet Union, extremely dangerous and more tyrannical than any other nation on earth. I, I do believe it tends to be the post-Christian slash anti-Christian nations that turn into the most tyrannical nations on planet earth. And that's why you're seeing Australia tip into total tyranny, much like the Soviet Union and China over the last 60 to 70 years. So tyranny is moving. It's spreading. It's probably moving into the United States at some point as well. Given that the religion of sexual autonomy is as important as it is. Also keep in mind that this particular religion is mostly concerned with persecuting Christians. Remember, it's the post-Christian, anti-Christian, apostate nations like Australia, and of course, most of Europe, as well as the Soviet Union and other places, that are doing their best to oppose Christianity, and therefore, of all the religions, they will persecute Christians over anybody else. And it's interesting, because even the terminology that you've used indicates that it is a direct attack against Christianity, nothing else, because we live in a, we don't live in a post-Islamic culture. We don't live in a post-Hindu culture. We live in a post-Christian culture. This is a, a direct attack against the foundations of our nation and the true source of true identity for each individual, and that is his relationship with his creator. So what do you take from the prophet Daniel, but that he prayed with his doors open, his windows opened, he ignored the king's command. He went promptly into his room and with the windows open, he prayed to his God, to the true and living God, three times a day. And friends, the king's command was a non-issue. That's the bottom line. These laws are totally illegitimate. They have no authority whatsoever. They're as authoritative to us as some motorcycle gang announcing that everybody in town cannot mow their grass for the next six months. It's to be ignored. It's of no concern whatsoever to the Christian. It has no basis in authority whatsoever because we always, always submit ourselves first to God and government itself receives their authority to legislate and execute law on the basis of the authority given to them by God himself. This authority was not given them by God. So therefore, we ought to obey God rather than men. It's an anarchical rule. It has no authority whatsoever over the state or the nation. And so just add that to the list of laws that you're going to ignore in the year 2024. Put it on the fridge as you're keeping track of the laws that you will intend to ignore 
as a non-issue in the year 2024, just one more law to ignore. Now, it's easy to ignore Australia's laws. For us. Because we're not in Australia. That's right. But I get it. I got news for people who are listening. This is coming to your front door. This is coming to your community. Legislators are, are watching what's happening in other countries, and they're adopting this because this comes from not just Australia. It comes from the UN. It comes from those who are, for lack of a better term, globalists. They have an agenda that they want to change the culture of every society that was even slightly based on a biblical worldview. Yes, and be aware, you may have to spend five to ten years in the lion's den. So be it. You've always wanted a prison ministry. You can pray in the prison for the homosexuals in the prison. It just shifts your focus of ministry. If you have to spend the next five to ten years in a prison, it's okay. It's the will of God. And by the way, one more thing, Bill. They overcame by the word of their testimony, by the blood of the Lamb, and they did not love their own lives even unto the death. And you know what? We're going to overcome the same way that every other Christian, every other era has overcome in times past. And that wraps up this edition of the Generations Broadcast. This is Kevin Swanson and Bill Jack inviting you back again next time as we continue to lay down a vision for the next generation.